Hey guys, welcome back. I'm so excited to share with you guys all of the things, the secrets to what helped me become a fully booked lash artist. I know that's like the number one question that I get asked. How do I get clients in the door? How do I get fully booked? Oh my God, Ashley, you know, you've always been completely booked. How do I get as booked as you are? And I am here to give you the answers. I have compiled a list of what I consider to be the most key things to getting people in the door. And fun fact, I'm going to give you a little a little taste of what we're mostly going to be talking about. Um, in order to become a fully booked lash artist, you need loyal clients. So what I'm trying to say is you need people to stick around. You're never going to be fully booked if you don't keep the people that come in. So um, you need to make those people happy from the moment they walk in. Because if you are providing, maybe you're doing great marketing and you get people in the door, but they don't stick around, you're going to, there's a reason why they're not sticking around. And we're going to talk about that right now. So um, the number, well, I'm just going to list off, I guess, what all of them are and I'll go in depth. So my five keys to becoming fully booked are providing an experience, building a relationship, giving back being active in your community and utilizing hashtags and geolocation. So those are the five main things and I'm going to explain to you why they're so important. Um, The first one is providing an experience. So this, there's several layers to this. Um, Obviously a key part is being good at your job. Um, But I know when you're first starting, you know, you're a little bit nervous or you're a little insecure about your work. So although, yes, providing a good service is definitely key to providing a good experience. But um, there's other factors, for example, the environment, the specific work environment that you're working in. If you're working from a room in your house or a room in a salon or whatever the case may be. I mean, you could be working in your patio for, you know, or in your garage um, and there's nothing wrong with that. But you need to make it an environment that's inviting. You want the decor to be cohesive with whatever your, you know, your personality is. Um, you want it to be clean for sure. You want it to be safe. You don't want wires hanging everywhere. You don't want, you know, a scary dog outside that they have to pass through in order to get there. Um, you want them to feel safe and relaxed because if they're going to be laying down with their eyes closed. Um, you know, you, they definitely, you want to provide an experience that's going to make them feel warm and, but not hot, you know, so not, you know, just comfortable. You want them to be, all of their senses should be relaxed and comfortable. So think about all the senses you have your smell. So, I mean, definitely, like I said earlier, it needs to be clean. Maybe have some, um, aromatic candles or just nice and fresh. It doesn't even have to be, you know, scented, but just nice and fresh. I would recommend like fresh air, um, you want to, you know, what the hearing, your hearing sense. Um, you want to be no crazy loud noises. You know, you don't, preferably not like a loud train that passes by really often. Anything that's going to be really alarming and um, overwhelm their senses. Um, you want it to, like I said earlier, look pretty and look nice. It doesn't have to be all glitz and glam. It can be, you know, um, a little bit more neutral, but it needs to be cohesive and be inviting um, and your, the sense of touch. So if they're laying on a bed, maybe have it really comfy, um, have like a, a sofa topper, or I use a, I use a recliner, very comfortable. Um, it, it's, it really puts them at ease. And then um, I, I highly recommend that you have easy access. So 
you know, maybe if you have a house and you're doing your house, don't park in your driveway, let them park in the driveway. So they always have a parking space. Um, or if you're doing it in your, in your, in your garage, you know, have a backyard parking space for them. I mean, whatever the case may be, try to make it as easy, accessible as possible. If you're in a really like way out in the boonies, um, and you live, you know, in a rural town and you're, it takes half an hour for them to get there from their house. Um, I mean, that's not ideal for them, you know? So I highly recommend making the whole experience very easy to, to, um, to get to and, and like very in and out and just relaxed and they're not overwhelmed in any of their senses. My next topic is building a relationship. So um, it kind of goes, it coincides with providing an experience, but this is more um, regarding like you and the client, like your actual interactions with them during the appointment. So one of the things that I recommend is to actually take time to talk to them, whether it's like before the appointment. I know when we're doing lashes specifically, we don't really like to have um, too much time to talk because it's a lot easier to um, do the appointment and go, it goes, the, the whole appointment goes by a lot quicker if they're not talking too much, but maybe like in the beginning, you take time to talk to them and ask them how things are going while you're washing their lashes and prepping for their appointment, little stuff like that. Um, remembering small details is super, super important. Like I said, this is kind of stuff that just was really natural for me. Um, I'm just a really attentive person, especially when it comes to conversation. So, um, I like I recommend just making a note if you're not one of those people who really like pays attention to small details when it comes to, you know, conversing, then take notes if you have to Um, write them down in like a client book. If you've taken a training with me, I give you a client book Um, or if you have like a scheduling app, my app, the one I use is Square and there's actually a space where you can leave a note. It's like a private note that the client never sees. So you make little notes that says like, hey, you know, Jessica's daughter's birthday is November 2nd. She mentioned it to you. It's we're only in March, but she mentioned it. And this way you remember. So when it's like October, you can make a little comment like, oh, hey, how's your daughter? Um, and what, what did she want for her birthday? Little stuff like that will really go a long way in showing people that, you know, you actually listen to them and you care. Um, another thing you can do to build the relationship and make it stronger is to like give some information out about yourself. Like, yes, you should be paying attention to the information they give you. But when you open up to your clients and you show them like, oh, I'm not just trying to like get your money and get you out the door. Um, if you share an experience with them that they can relate to, for example, if they're talking to you about, you know, their parents getting divorced and how it's affecting them and their kids, um, you can relate to them if you've been through that or something along those lines and be like, oh yeah, you know, my husband's parents got divorced and it affected the kids and this is what we did. Little things like that are just going to really help them, like help them see that you're not just this last robot. You're not just a service provider. You're, you're a real human who goes through the same stuff they go through. Sometimes, um, as a lash tech, I like, we'll tend to just listen and take in all the information and, you know, you're constantly asking probing questions where you're like, Oh, so how's this? And how are the kids and how's work? But, uh, and we're just listening and they do like that definitely, but there's definitely a connection that you make when you show them that you've gone through that or you sometimes you're going through the same thing the same time they are and that's super super connect like makes a really strong connection with them because now they're more inclined to stay up to date with what you're going through and you guys can kind of help each other get through it 
So um, that's why it's important to share those little details. Maybe you're more of a private person and you don't have to give gory details and tell them everything, but giving them a little bit of insight into what your life is like really helps them get to know you better and feel a lot more connected. Um, And then um, being, well, overall, this really all has to do with just being honest and, you know, having, showing your sense of integrity. So when you're like true to yourself, and you're being who you are and you're not hiding things and you're not um, trying to be somebody else that you think they want you to be, then you can open up more and they'll see the true, like the true you. Not that you're somebody else when you're working, but sometimes when we're trying to be professional, you know, we hide certain things or, you know, we avoid talking about certain things and people can tell, people sense when you're not being your true self. And a lot of people, you know, they don't like that. They don't want you to try too hard or overshare so just try to be yourself, not too much of someone like like someone else and not trying to hide who you really are. If you're really true to yourself, they'll sense it. I mean, for example, like if they ask you, how's your day and you're having a bad day, you don't have to lie. If you're having, you know, family issues or health issues, even like I said, you don't necessarily need to give all the details. But I guarantee you, if you do give them a little bit of what you're going through and let them know they might be able to give you some advice or they might be able to tell you what they went through and they're going to like to see that side of you that they've never seen before. You know, I guarantee you a lot of people like to keep things really private and be especially in a professional setting, but I can't tell you how many times I've shared with people stuff and they tell me that, oh my God, like when you said that, it really made me this, it made me feel, you know, I, I didn't feel alone anymore, stuff like that. So I highly recommend doing those type of things to build your relationship. And then another thing you can do for your clients that come in is you can give back. And so the and, and this is in reference to your regulars. I know you're probably asking, you're like, well, this is supposed to be, you know, giving me information on how to become fully booked, doing all these things is these are for people that are already coming in and I, I totally understand and I will explain in a little bit why this is all relevant to getting new clients. So like I said, give back. Giving back is basically your form of um, sharing. You're sharing your gift. You're sharing your blessings with other people. So when you give back, some some of the things that happened is you showing your clients that you value them and how do you do that? So you can do little incentives for your clients. So if you, even if you only have three regular clients that come every two weeks, you know, right now that's all you have is three people. But if you give them incentives and say, Hey, um, I know this is how much I charge you, but I'll give you 10% off if you bring somebody and I'll even give them 10% off too. So both of you guys get 10% off. Um, if you bring someone in, so now they can, maybe their sister was already interested in getting their lashes done, but now that they know they're both going to get 10% off, they're way more inclined to come. So doing like a recruiting incentive, they're basically doing all the work for you. If you think about it, now you don't have to actually go out and network or pay for ads on Instagram and Facebook. You're just kind of paying your client and they feel like, oh wow, she gave me this opportunity. They're going to feel honored to have gotten the responsibility of um, getting you a new client. They're going to feel like they're going to feel grateful that you trusted them with your um, with this duty that you've given them. So first of all, they're going to feel honored. 
people love to feel like they're involved with your growth. There's something there's something deep rooted inside of us that love to help people. It's natural. So when you give someone that opportunity to help you, um, they are going to love it. Trust me. So another way you can get them involved is by doing like a loyalty program. So by letting them keep, you know, giving them like a card, they're really inexpensive to print off of like Vista print, or you can print it off of Canva. There's a lot of really inexpensive options. Um, make these little cards and they're loyal. It's like a loyalty program where um, get your five fills at regular pli- price and then get your sixth fill half off. Um, it's really going to entice them to continue to stick around because they don't want to keep getting full sets and starting all over. Um, another thing you can do with your clients is do a small discount for when they share your post on social media and tag you, maybe ask them to say something nice, be like, Hey, can you leave a little review on your page, post a picture, post a selfie and say how much you love your lashes and talk about it. And I'll give you $5 off your next fill. Um, again, they're going to love that you're giving them the opportunity to help them and they're going to take their own photo of themselves. So they're not, they're going to do their angles and they're going to, you know, make it a whole reason to post this like maybe they're nervous to post selfies normally because they don't want to look vain or whatever but you asking them to do it and now they feel oh okay now i have an excuse to post a picture of myself that i really like and i don't feel like i'm just some self-absorbed person um another thing you can do is do giveaways maybe like once a month for your regulars so what that does is two things one it helps your clients see that hey, she appreciates us and she wants us to feel, you know, special and she's giving a gift away. But another thing it's going to do is it's going to entice people to stick around because they're not going to want to go somewhere else. They know that nowhere else are they going to get the opportunity to have a free fill, you know, every so often. And also it just really entices other people to want to see that when you post it on your page that, hey, I'm doing a giveaway for my regulars then anyone who's not one of your clients but they've been considering being your client are now going to be like wow look at how nice is that like she's giving her regulars um something for free it's so often that we see people doing giveaways for um for new clients but how often do you see someone doing a giveaway for regulars Ultimately, what all of these things are doing is showing your clients that that you already have how much you value them, that you you didn't just give up. It's kind of like when you're dating someone and they're courting you in the beginning and they're telling you're beautiful, taking you out to eat, doing all these nice things and then, you know, checking in with you all the time and asking you how your day is going. And then once, you know, you get to home base, home plate, then all of a sudden, now they don't invest in you anymore and they don't tell you how nice you look. They don't buy you random gifts because they've already hooked you. You're already in. And a lot of times um, we don't like that, you know, in our relationship. We're like, hey, what happened to the spark, the flame? I feel like you don't try anymore. People feel the same way with their service providers. If they feel like, OK, now you just get them in and get them out and you just don't even ask them about themselves. You don't care about them. You don't give them any, you know, um, any little freebies or anything like that it kind of makes them feel like oh you're doing all this stuff and doing freebies and you know um talking to all these people on social media because you want to get them as a client but i you already have me and you don't even value me like that makes people feel like crap it makes them feel like they just have dollar signs written on their forehead and you just want their money so i highly highly recommend that you never stop courting your clients that's a huge reason. And when your clients, your regulars feel appreciated and valued, what they're going to do is they're going to be your missionaries. They're going to go out into the world at work, at church, um, at the restaurants, and they're going to be your biggest 
invest excuse me investment because they're going to be your free advertisement they're going to do all the marketing and all the legwork for you i'd rather have i was just having this conversation today with one of my clients i would rather have 10 clients who are ride or dies for me and tell everyone how freaking amazing I am and how amazing they feel, not just because of the service I provide, like the lashes, how good they look, but because of how amazing they feel when they come to me. I would much rather have 10 people who do that all around town rather than have 20 people who come to me on a regular basis and they're, they're miserable. And when people ask them, oh, why do you go like, oh, do you like her? I'm looking to get lashes. And they're going to be like, oh, you know what? She's okay, but... I just kind of go because it's convenient or I just go because I don't know anyone else. You know, like I don't want a bunch of people telling people that about me. I want people being my evangelist and walking around and being my, you know, like my little advertisement. That's what I want. That is what's going to get you more people. When I see this girl that works with me and sits next to me in her cubicle all day and she is so happy and she's feeling herself and she can't wait to go to her lash appointment. She's like, oh, my God, I can't wait to go see her. My lash girl. I love her. She's the best. I may not even really be that interested in lashes, but because I see how much it makes her day whenever she goes and then the next couple days after she comes back, she's just on cloud nine. Like, I want that feeling. So, you know, make your clients feel good and I promise you it will pay off. So that's why I focus so hard on the experience and the relationship and giving back. The other two tips that I have, being active in your community and using hashtags and geolocation are definitely more geared towards getting new clients in yourself. And so something I highly recommend, like I said, is being active in your community. And that can be social media, but a lot of it's in person too. The interactions that you have in person are definitely going to be telling to if people are going to trust you and want to invest in you as a client. So somebody's alarm is going off outside. Sorry about that. Um, so something that you can do um, online in the, in the social media aspect is by post, like what a lot of people do, I'm sorry, is they post and they just do random posts, you know, post a picture of lashes and, or they post a picture of um, lashes, like, like a GIF and, it, and they just think it's a cute little GIF with glitter and they're like, ooh, this is cute. So I'm gonna post this on my page and they're hoping that people see it and want to come in. But the reality is... Um, they are when you're on social media just posting a picture of lashes you are mixed in with hundreds of other posts of other people doing the exact same thing you do and maybe even better at it so um posting a post of lashes is honestly not the best way to get clients let me tell you everyone's posting a picture of their work it's like big deal you know the best way to get clients in from social media would be to engage with them and this is not just on social media this is just anywhere in person or online what is social media social it's media where you're social you should be interacting with people if you're just posting and hoping that you know you're laying the honey out and the flies are going to come to it um it's a lot a little more complicated than that you have to engage you have to interact with these people a lot of times they're overwhelmed already just seeing all the advertisements that they see online and billboards um, where they're, you know, it's showing them like, oh, look at this, look at that, give us your money, spend your money here. That's going to be a quick way to just get lost in the sea of social media pictures. So what you're, you'll have better odds if you actually reach out to the people directly and start a conversation, whatever it's about. It doesn't even have to be lashes. It could be about anything that you relate to them on. Do all the same things that we were talking about before in, you know, in the treatment room, but on social media, build the relationship with them and they're going to feel connected with you over on social media, which is going to entice them to want to have a relationship with you in person. 
So um, that's one way. Now, in person, how do you do that? You're like, well, how do I? I'm not just going to go up to people randomly on the street. Well, why don't you just get involved with your community um, like the same way you would on social media, but but out in the world? So, you know, shop local, get involved with people who own businesses and uh, go to restaurants that are locally owned and get to know the owners and get to know the regulars that are there you know, getting involved with your, basically with your neighbors is going to give you better odds of getting clientele in because they're going to, you're, they're going to promote you as well. If you're constantly shopping at the boutique down the street, then you're going to make friends with the girls that work there or the girls that shop there, or people are going to recognize that you're wearing something from that boutique because that's where they shop. And they're going to, you know, they're going to feel connected with you. And you have way better odds getting to know the people who own the little restaurant next door or the little market down the street and getting it, you know, they're going to promote you too. They have clients that come in every day that are in your same area. And so the little, the owners of the market down the street are going to be like, oh, you're like, you're looking for lashes. Like I, there's someone down the street who does that. I know this person here. Let me give you her information. Whereas if you're shopping solely on Amazon and Walmart, I get it. It's convenient and probably even a little cheaper. But let me tell you, um, the people who own Walmart and Amazon, they are not uh, they are not carrying your business cards around. They are not. They don't even know who you are. They don't even know you exist. You're just a number on a statistic scale for them. So I'm not saying to never shop Amazon, Walmart, but if you're looking to build um, to network and build a community, then you need to start in your community physically. So that's a huge one on how to get clients is by being active in your community. And then another thing you can do is using hashtags and geolocation. I highly recommend doing some research. Um, I'm not going to go into detail about how, you know, all the ones that I do because we talk about it for days. But ultimately, um, if you do some research, go online, look at local, you know, geotags, that's a little location that you can do when you're posting a picture. You can post a location. And I always see people. So I live in Ventura County, um, a beach city in Southern California. And I see a lot of girls um, do geolocation Ventura County. And it's like, I'm not saying that that's a bad one, but it's so broad. Like you need to be specific, know who you're targeting and put yourself in their shoes. Be intentional with your posts and look at where, if I'm targeting, you know, college students, then maybe you know, the food places around the colleges that I, you know, if I'm targeting um, elderly clientele, then I'm going to, you know, do geotags of the places where I think these elderly ladies are going to be at, you know, which stores, which boutiques, which restaurants do I think that they attend? So I'm going to try and, you know, if I'm looking for tourists, because I really only want to do full sets and I don't want to do any fills, then I'm going to do like beaches and stuff. It just really depends on your clientele, who you're trying to reach. So if you're, you know, if you're, if you're a male and you're looking for new barber clients and then you want to, you know, maybe there a lot of the guys that you target, go to the gym or play basketball at a certain park. You only, you know, the psychographic of the clientele that you're trying to reach. So I highly recommend doing some research and looking at who hashtags this hashtag, like don't hashtag 805 lashes. If the eight of the people who are, you know, looking that up and the people who follow that hashtag are not your ideal clientele. You want to hashtag and use geolocations that are going to specifically be targeting the kind of people that you are looking for. I always see girls who do like spray tan and they hashtag 805 lashes. And I'm just like, okay, I get it. You're looking for someone who 
like likes beauty stuff and i'm not saying that's a bad idea but what if the people who are looking up 805 lashes are not my ideal clientele your are your ideal clientele you really have to do research you can't just guess you can't just throw things out there and guess you really have to look at who is looking at these and who is tagging them and who is liking those posts you, you have to do research. And like I said, I can't just sit here and tell you what's going to work for you because I don't know who your ideal client is. But what I do know is that um, in order to get your your books fully filled, like I have had for quite some time now, over a year, I really haven't taken on new clients. Um, I did all of this stuff every time. You need to be consistent. You can't just do one post with a geotag and a bunch of hashtags and then never post again until next week. And then next week when you post, it's just a little, you know, a a gift that you got off of um, Google images. You have to be intentional and be consistent and know who you're targeting and be very specific. Because if you're doing something broad, I don't know if you ever heard that saying that says, um, if you're for everyone, then you're for no one. Know who you want and come for them and come strong. Direct message them. Start conversations. Build a relationship. Get them to trust you. And when you do finally get a chance, don't mess it up. Do everything right. Don't half-ass. They will sense it. We're human. We want to be treated the way we treat people. So if they're going out of their way for you, they want you to go out of your way for them. And I do it every time. I try to give 150% every time. And if I'm not feeling it and I'm not in a great mood, I'll tell them. I'm honest. I'm human. So I hope this really helped you guys. And I hope that you guys got a lot of value. I hope you guys um, implement a lot of these things. Don't just listen to this. This is not a song that you just listen to and then turn it off. I really hope you guys actually use it. And let me know if you guys have success. Let me know if anyone comments and says, oh, I really, you know, I really noticed that you've been doing this. I would love to hear how much my, my, um, my little rants help you guys. Um, Till next time, have a great one. See you guys soon.